and we are live once again everybody welcome back to the atkins sports podcast the date is december 25th and today's podcast we're just going to do a quick nba christmas day preview we got a huge slate of games today we got the pelicans versus the miami heat we got the young bulls zion williamson Zion Williamson, Lonzo Ball. What's my man name who just got the contract? Brandon Ingram. Man, I'm drawing blinks. Then we got the Warriors versus the Bucks. Two teams that I've already spoken about because they were on opening night and the second night. But we got the Warriors versus the Bucks. We got Stephen Curry and the Weak Warriors versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Who just lost to the Boston Celtics. Then we got the Nets versus the Celtics at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You already know what it is. We got KD and Kyrie Irving going up against the Young Bulls out of Boston. And that bad man that Stephen A. would like to call him, Jason Tatum. I just say the brother Kahoot. Simple. 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 Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Light skin. Butterscotch. <laughs> and then we got the Mavericks versus the Lakers. I mean, what, what else is there to say? You got Luka Doncic. I say the best young player in the NBA. The best player under, under 24. Will be one of the best, maybe the best player in the NBA for years to come for the next decade. And then we got the Los Angeles. Hold on. Yours truly, the 17 time NBA champions, the 2020 reigning NBA champions. Your LeBron James, Anthony Davis led Los Angeles Lakers. The illustrious Los Angeles Lakers versus the Dallas Mavericks. And then the game to end the night is the Clippers versus the Nuggets. Boo. Boo. You already know why I say that because, first of all, we got the not so arch nemesis Clippers, the people that, the team that people always want to say is a rival of the Lakers, which just simply is not true. I've already broken down that that myth, but I'm not going to get into it today's podcast. I'm going to do a quick preview of these NBA games, and I'm about to get to watching them. And then we got the Nuggets. Another uh, young team, a young promising Jamal Murray who had a breakout playoffs. We got to see if he's able to repeat it because a lot of players had a very good playoffs the last season. And I believe that was due to the fact that it was the bubble. There were no fans in attendance. That type of pressure that can be applied with a crowd noise and fan noise was not able to be applied. So simply, people were effectively playing like in the gym and they felt like they were playing pickup games. I feel like that's the way the game was being played until they came up against them Lakers and they realized, oh, these boys is for real. But yeah, man. So that's the NBA slate for today. 
think it's a pretty decent NBA slate. They got all the um, they didn't get all the big names in there, but they got most of them. Of course, we got the Lakers. You got the Mavericks, Luka Doncic. You got the Clippers. You got the Nuggets. Um, I guess people all thought people before the season that the Warriors were going to be healthy, so that's why the Warriors ended up getting the NBA NBA um Christmas game. And even if the Warriors were not healthy, at least if Stephen Curry was playing, that would be enough star power to garner an NBA Christmas game. Of course, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in the East last year. And then also, I'm sorry, I forgot one game. We got the Pelicans in the Heat. To be honest, I don't really care about the Pelicans in the Heat. Um, oh, no, I actually did say that. But uh, to be honest, I don't really care for the Pelicans versus the Heat game. People say Zion Williamson is box office and he's garnering views. Um, I mean, that's evident for the fact that he's already getting Christmas games as a second year player. But I'm uh, I'm not. Uh, I mean, the brother Kaskai, the brother going to be nice. I can already tell that. But that's not still not still not my cup of tea just yet. Um, the Miami Heat, of course, coming off a defeat by your illustrious 17 times Los Angeles Lakers, now 2020 NBA reigning champions. I think they're going to stomp the um, New Orleans Pelicans. Simple. It's just a fact of matter of how much the Pelicans, um, they're a bunch of young players that have talent, but they're just so young. I don't think there's just a level of basketball IQ that probably has not been developed yet. Um, they need to play together longer. Just that that level of knowledge of the NBA game just isn't there yet. So older teams, while not being nearly as athletic as them, will be able to get the better of them by playing just sound veteran basketball. And then, of course, the Miami Heat, one of the better teams in the league. I would say they're definitely in the top third of the league. And then the top half of the Eastern Conference. I mean, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. These these guys, they're going to come out. They're going to try to replicate what they um did last year. Duncan Robinson is going to be better. Jimmy Butler is going to be, I don't think he's going to be better, but he's going to now be able to come out and, and uh, come out with a level of authority in the game now with his performance last year in the NBA Finals. Or should I say two months ago in the NBA Finals? And then, you know, um, they still got a... What's the man? I am drawing blinks. What's the... Dude. Mm. Anyways. But yeah, I, I just believe that the Miami Heat are overall a better team. They got the better coach than Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra has been a slept-on coach in this league ever since... The Heatles, because, I mean, he had LeBron James as the player. So whenever you have a LeBron James on your team, they're going to discount you as a coach. That's just the simple fact of the matter. But as far as that game, yeah, I believe it's I don't believe it's going to be um, a closed game at all. I believe that game will be lopsided. And then the next game on the, on the slate, we got the Warriors versus the Bucks. Yes, you heard it. The Warriors versus the Bucks. Before the injury of Klay Thompson, this is going to be an interesting matchup. But now with the injury of Klay Thompson, um, I can still see the matchup being interesting because there are certain players that match up 
and we could see those matchups on the court. But as far as the teams go, we already know that the Bucks are a way better team than the Warriors. And in a seven-game series, I believe the Bucks will win in five. The Warriors may be able to steal one if Steph Curry has a Herculean effort. But I believe the Bucks will win in five in a seven-game series. So I think tomorrow uh, will be no different. I'm sorry, not tomorrow. It's today. I think today will be no different. I think uh, the matchup between James Wiseman and Antetokounmpo can be an interesting one. We'll be able to see if James Wiseman can keep up with the more athletic bigs in the NBA. I can even say bigs because I feel like Antetokounmpo is a one of a kind. I would say someone that compares Antetokounmpo on a much lower level. But if you watch his game, his game has evolved to being a big that handles the ball and things of that nature. Blake Griffin. So these bigs, let's see how let's see how James Wiseman can handle these bigs. And today he's going to have the biggest test of them all because Ante DeCumpo is. Ah, I want to say that Joel Embiid is the best, like, classic center in the game. Ante DeCumpo came into the league as a three, and got big over the years, and he still plays alongside, uh, you know an actual five a lot of times during the game. He can play the five, but I do not consider Ante DeCumpo like a classic center. But if you were to put him in the center category, of course he would be the best center. But I would say big. He's the best big in the game. Uh, After Anthony Davis, of course. I think Anthony Davis just has a much, uh, much more evolved game. Ante DeCumpo still is so reliant on his athleticism and his pure physical dominance that his post-game leaves something to be desired. His perimeter shooting leaves something to be desired. Because think about it like this. If he was going to be considered a pure five, you know, like a Joel Embiid, even today, the best pure five in the game that I consider to be Joel Embiid can shoot at least 30% from a three-point line. So now there's no excuse. So that's why I would put Anthony Davis over onto the Kumpo as the best big in the game. But if my um, list was to go, it would be Anthony Davis, onto the Kumpo, Joel Embiid, and Joker. That's my, that's my top four bigs. That's my top four bigs. With Joel Embiid and Joker being pure fives, they can't play any other position. They're simply too big and too slow. And then... You know, Anthony Davis actually is a power forward, but he'll play the five. He's a small ball five, big ball power forward. And, of course, Giannis can definitely play the five. He's not a small player. Giannis is, I feel like Giannis is a legit seven feet. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care what nobody says. Some players like to put their height, um, like to get listed higher. Some players actually like to get listed lower. Like Anthony Davis said, he did not want to be considered a seven footer. So, yeah, so these are the, this, that's one of the matchups, James Wiseman versus Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then, of course, we got Stephen Curry versus Drew Holiday. We'll see how that matchup develops. And then the, the Warriors have Kelly Oubre, and they still have Andrew Wiggins. The, the um, Milwaukee Bucks, they have Chris Middleton. So, you know, it, it, and I guess, you know, the one-on-one matchups could provide some sort of parity. But as for the out 
uh, come of the game, I believe the Milwaukee Bucks will win by double digits. I don't think they're, they're going to um, stomp the Warriors like the Nets stomp the Warriors because I think the Nets are a better team. But the Milwaukee and, uh, and as far as offensively, the Nets are twice as better. They got shooters and and boy, they got a starting five coming off the bench. But I do believe that the Milwaukee Bucks will uh was what's the word I'm for? They will come out with a decisive victory. There will be no question of who wins and who loses. So that's the first two games on the slate. The next game we have is the Nets versus the Celtics. Battle of the East. You got them Boston boys, I like to call them. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. And then we got the the Nets. I think this game could be very interesting because the Boston Celtics, they'll never, they're like never getting top spots in the East, but the Celtics are usually always in that mix during the playoffs. And they're only getting better season after season because their core was so young. After Kyrie Irving left, remember, it was like their two best players are Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Both of them are under 25. So they have time. And I believe this season they'll take another step forward. It's just unfortunate that (laughs) Kevin Durant had to come to the East Coast. And then, of course, Kyrie Irving teamed up with him. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Because defensively, of course, the Nets have rim protectors. Uh, they have, you know, um, Jared Allen. That his name? Oh, what's that boy name? I gotta. I think that's his name. My man Fro. Uh man. I got to get my names right. I got to get my names right. Yep. Jared Allen. Yep. I knew it. Okay. I wasn't tripping. See, they got Jared Allen. My man's a legit rim protector. He's coming off the bench. And then they also got DeAndre Jordan. Man, they remind me so much of the 2020 uh, NBA champions, the Los Angeles Lakers of last year, with two legit rim protectors, athletic rim protectors. So that's that's crazy because they got the rim protection. And then they got the perimeter scoring because they also got Kevin Durant, who while on the Warriors was a rim protector. He had to be because he was one of the tallest players on the team. The Warriors ran small ball with Katie at the five or the four sometimes, depending on whether you consider Draymond at the five or the four. It all depended. But um, yeah, they so Katie average a block a game, I believe. So if he really wanted to, he could average a block a game. But um on the Celtic side, of course, I think Jason Tatum will get his buckets. Jalen Brown going to get his buckets. This is just, it's going to be a, a high scoring game. That's, that's honestly what I believe. But ultimately, I think the Nets will be able to squeak this one out. Um, whether it'll be close or not, honestly, I do not know. Um, I think that the Celtics can keep up when it comes to putting points on the board. But I think the Nets will be able to overwhelm them. I think that the performance that the Nets put up against the Warriors, I don't think that's going to be a fluke. And I think they'll be able to do that to a lot of teams this season, especially if they catch those teams off guards and get hot early. I don't think they'll people will be able to close the gap on the Nets. 
And even I think that even could be possible with a team like the Los Angeles Lakers. The Nets just simply have too much firepower and very good rim protection that I don't believe that teams will be able to close the gap if the Nets ever break out to a big lead. And I don't know if they'll break out to a big lead against the Celtics, but I do know that this will be a high scoring game. And ultimately, I got the Nets uh, squeaking this one out. They'll probably win um, between five by five or ten points. So after that, of course, we got the main event of the night, even though it's not the last game of the night. That is the primetime game, the game that's not too late for the East Coast. So everybody get a piece. We got the Dallas Mavericks versus the illustrious 17 times NBA champions, your reigning NBA champions, the LeBron James, Anthony Davis led Los Angeles Lakers going up against the Luka Doncic led Mavericks. Uh, what more can I say? This game, Luka gonna have thirty, and they gonna lose. This is a Christmas game. I think that the Lakers will come ready to play this game just simply because it's on Christmas. Uh, last game versus the Clippers, I think they came out sluggish. They got their ring, and they was just really coasting. You could tell that the Lakers gonna have to get back in this shape over the season because they simply didn't have enough time to get rest and didn't start a training camp up too. So for this game, LeBron gonna have a good 25, AD 25, Kuzma 10, 15, Schroeder and uh, uh, Montrez Harrell. Those boys gonna have, they gonna put in 15 apiece, Schroeder eight assists, Montrez double-double probably. Like I think the Lakers will come out and they're going to have a statement against the Dallas Mavericks, especially because Luka Doncic is like, he got next. Everybody's going to be watching this game. And especially after the Lakers dropped the first game in the season, you know, the NBA and the fans are going to be tuned into this game to be able to say, oh, the Lakers don't have it. They're going to lose. Or they're going to be tuned into this game to say, oh, look at Luka. He dropped off LeBron. LeBron's slow. Oh, he don't want to take the matchups anymore. All that. Any negative takeaway you get from this game, people are going to take it. And any positive takeaway that I can get from this game, I'm going to take it. Man, you could let the equipment manager run onto the court and pass somebody some new equipment because one of their old pieces of equipment was defective let him do that and do it in a do it expeditiously i'm gonna be like yo the lakers got the best equipment team in the nba just be prepared for it i'm gonna do it <laughs> but yeah so that's that game i mean look i don't i mean what else is there what is there to be said is the los angeles lakers like what you think is gonna happen call me a stand all you want I'm never going to deny that when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers. What do you what What do we need? Like KCP gonna get him? Gonna get a couple threes? Like we come on now, come on, say. What I will say is I am worried about Wesley Matthews and Marcus Gasol. That performance that those performances that they put up 
against the Clippers, I believe that that is indicative of the performances that they will have throughout the rest of the season. And that is alarming. Because Mark Gasol, oh my gosh, you got to stay out of foul trouble and he just looked like barbecue chicken out there. And then Wesley Matthews, that man couldn't stop a cold. Like, he, I, I was like, he couldn't stop a migraine with some, with some Tylenol. Like, dude, they was putting sauce on them ribs. Now, of course, he was going against the Los Angeles Clippers, the two best wing player, wing talent uh, combination in the league. So I, I, I probably have to cut him some slack. And of course, he was going against a hot Paul George, but he wasn't going against a so hot Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard. But we'll, we shall see, because he's going to match up with Luka a couple times. I'm going to keep an eye on those matchups because, man, now, sad, excuse me, the sad part about it is that he's going. he went up against Paul George the first game and Kawhi Leonard, and now he's going to have to guard Luka Doncic a couple times throughout the game. I think we're going to throw bodies at him. Luka's going to get, <laughs> Luka's going to get Markeith. He's going to get, he's going to get um, Wesley. He's going to get KCP. He's going to get Schroeder. He's going to get AD. He might not get LeBron, though. I don't know. LeBron might simply just not take any, like, serious matchups throughout the regular season unless absolutely have to. It's all about if he wants to or not. But I still believe Luka's going to get his points. So if he wants 30, he's going to get 30. But what the rest of the team going to do, though, that is the question. Because they don't have Chris Stops in the lineup tonight. So there's simply nothing they're going to be able to do with Anthony Davis. There's nothing they're going to be able to do with LeBron because Luka, D- Luka Doncic does not play any defense. So I, I, honestly, I could see this game becoming a blowout. But anyways, I hope that doesn't happen. I still want some semblance of a competitive game. And I told you guys this one going to be quick. Going back, now we have the last game of the night. We have the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Denver Nuggets. For this game, I really want to see if Paul George is going to replicate that performance, that Herculean effort he had during the opening night. I need that same energy because I, you could tell my man was trying his heart. Like they came out with a chip on their shoulder because they was going against the 17 times NBA champions. You're reigning 2020 NBA champions, the Los Angeles Lakers. So they came out with a chip on their shoulder and they feel like they had something to prove. So we'll see if they have that same energy against the Denver Nuggets. Because while they may feel like they have something to prove against the Los Angeles Lakers and they feel like they could have the Los Angeles Lakers, we got to see if y'all can have them boys over there in Denver. Because them boys in Denver is the ones that knocked y'all off. I need that same energy for them boys in Denver. In Denver. Now, of course, Denver, they lost Jeremy Grant. So we we got to see how that works out. But they still got Paul Millsap. Still got. Wait, matter of fact, do they still have Paul Millsap? I'm saying it's like he like the best player or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still got Paul Millsap. I know I wasn't tripping. I know I wasn't tripping. Okay. But yeah, they still got Paul Millsap. Of course, they got the Joker, Nikola Jokic. Or Jokic. I don't know. I I I would assume it's Jokic for real. Because uh, I don't think it's going to be pronounced the way that Americans will pronounce it. But Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, 
And of course, they got that light skinned brother. <laughs> Pretty boy. Light skinned. Light skinned out of Mizzo. Michael Porter Jr. You know, uh, NBA pundits around, you know, the national media. The narrative is being um, put out there that Michael Porter Jr. has to take the step forward if the Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets are going to be able to improve any or going to even be able to get back to the position that they once were. Because this season now, without a Jeremy Grant, Michael Porter Jr. is going to get an even bigger role. And I believe, yes, that, that Michael Porter Jr. will have to play a part in um, bringing the Denver Nuggets to a larger form of success. This is true. The Denver Nuggets have a uh, chance to have a big three here. So Michael Porter Jr. has loads and loads of potential. We've seen it even off the bench last year. So they have a chance to have a big three. And if they um, are able to get Michael Porter Jr. to an all-star level, that's three all-stars right there. Because I believe... because. Jamal Murray is all-star caliber. Joker is all-star, almost MVP caliber. And then Michael Porter Jr. can get to an all-star level. That's three all-stars. So, of course, in this game, I believe that the Los Los Angeles Clippers will have the same challenges uh, defending against the Denver Nuggets that they did in the playoffs. Serge Ibaka is a new addition. They don't have Montrez Harrell, so they lost the scoring, but they um, added defense. Remember, Serge Ibaka is still only 6'9". Joker's a 7-footer. I believe that Joker will still be able to get the shots that he wants He's still going to be a passer. So that's the thing. No matter how good of the on-ball defender that is on him, he's still going to be able to get his passes off. He's still going to have amazing court vision. They're still going to be able to run the offense through him as a facilitator, as a point center. So nothing is going to change there. Jamal Murray, I hope this season he's able to take a step forward. So I believe Jamal Murray will be a problem also. But if they decide to put Paul George or Kawhi Leonard on Jamal Murray, he might be um his uh production might be diminished to a degree. And then of course, last we have Michael Porter Jr., who's got the size. We just have to see is he, so you have to see if if he's able to step up to the challenge, because he's going to go going go up against the best wing duo in the league. Uh, you're the best wing on the team. Step up, show me what you got. This is very interesting because I'm I'm really interested in seeing if the Clippers, if the Clippers, um, the changes that they made over the offseason is actually going to be able to help them against teams like this. Now, of course, this is this isn't another seven game series, so there's very there's a very good possibility that the Clippers come up and wax the floor with the Nuggets. I don't believe that will happen. I believe this is actually going to be the closest game of the of the day. I believe this will be uh probably the more most entertaining game of the day because it'll be so close and so competitive. Because the, the Nuggets know that they can have the Clippers. And the Clippers believe that they've made changes and they're not the same team that they were last year. So if they believe that they could come to the court with the type of attitude, like, you're going to have to prove it again. So I think this is going to be a very, 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 very good game. A very good game. 
I can see Jamal Murray having 20-some points. Joker, uh, 20 points, 10 assists, 10 re- Man, a triple-double would be, ooh, that'd be so awesome. And then Michael Porter, if can my man get to 20? Can my man get to 20? We'll see. And then on the other end, we're going to have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And I think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George will come out with that same chip on their shoulder they had when they went against the Lakers because this is the actual team that knocked them off and embarrassed them in front of the entire world to see. Imagine being a Clippers fan uh, three, four months ago. Goodness gracious. Even though I don't believe legit Clippers fans exist, but I digress. So we'll see. I just want to see if if the Clippers have that same energy. That's really all I want to see. Do the Clippers have that same fervent veracity? Come with that same energy. Put your dukes up. Let's see what you got. But yeah. That'd be it for this NBA preview. It'd be a quick episode. It's like I said, quick episode. I just want to get in here and give you my thoughts off the cuff. So, once again, guys, thanks for listening. This is your host, Benjamin Atkins of the Atkins Sports Podcast, and I'll see you next time.